guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have a moment of silence for the fact that Sarah and I just recorded a 47-plus minute long episode on, <laughs> on the topic of today. And um, in doing very minimal edits, um, just trying to keep it fresh, we're recording this on the iPhone. Um, really high-tech fancy, I know. In doing so, I press trim instead of delete. And that, it doesn't allow you to undo any actions you've done on the voice recording. So, with that said, um, if you are a computer expert, please um, reach out to us and come help us uncover the lost treasure that is that episode. Um, so, to th- this week we won't have an episode. <laughs> Just kidding. God! Sorry, I shouldn't be screaming, but... Yeah, just super tragic, and, you know, there's honestly just, like, what do you do? What do you do? Well, honestly, like, I I could say I'm upset, and I'm just trying to breathe through it. This also happened the other day. The other day. I should have known, but I had sent Sarah the recording to review, um, and so I was able to use her version. So never again will I be editing without backing it up 800 times. Um, not that we're a global phenomenon sensation, but it's still a document of our, of our voice in this current time. So with that said, welcome everyone. This is, sorry, I just need to, this is, um, this is Kale and Sarah and, uh, we're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, thank you for bringing that up in the previous recording, which you can't hear now. We waited a little bit longer to announce that to our listeners, um, at which point Sarah said, let's do that at the, we should have done that at the top. So she's really getting right into it. Um, I identify as a gay, <laughs> a gay man and Sarah as a, um, um couldn't tell you. We'll get into and that later. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I just, honestly, I just wanted to mention, I know we've previously mentioned in the other episodes that this episode is going to be about the phrase or the like mindset of it's things not being that deep. It's not that deep is something that we often say. So that's what we were going to do this episode on. But we thought, what do we think, Sarah? We thought with it being, you know, Pride Month and all, we should share our thoughts about gay people. (laughs) Our thoughts about gay people um, and how we condemn them. Just kidding. Um, And how we are gay gay and just all things gay and just a bunch of gayness. Um, so if you're homophobic, please, please log off. Please log off the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm, no, we're going to breathe through it. I just, I'm still not over the fact that that deleted, but I'm over it. I'm over it. That was very contradictory, but let's get back. Let's get back into things. I feel like we've rehearsed. That oh, was, yeah, that was yeah. a good vocal warm up. Yeah. Now my vocals are going to be shot, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so essentially, Sarah, what do you think about Pride Month? I think Pride Month is amazing it's beautiful it's a chance to celebrate um the girls gays and nays um and it's a time to celebrate your stories and and our differences yeah ultimately our differences and what makes us come together you know they refer to the lgbtqia plus community as um as as a community, I just said it without even realizing, and I really think that it is in a sense. Like as much as I as much as I don't like to think of it as minorities, I know that we're all, you know, we're all joined 
by our gayness. <laughs> that sounds so funny. But like we're joined because we're different and that's why that's why it's important to celebrate it this month. So June twenty twenty three, we're feeling the love. We're here. We are breathing, we're alive, and we're gay once again. So, <laughs> um but with that being said, I just would love to live in a world where Pride Month doesn't exist. Gasping noise. <gasps> yes. Um that's exactly what I wanted to hear. No, I don't mean like that in a negative way. Of course, I'm so happy that Pride Month, ex- Pride Month exists. I just wish that it didn't have to. And now, I'm not saying, do I wish that everything in history didn't go the way it did? No, because if we didn't have our his, if we didn't have the history and the the triumphs and the hardships that gay people faced, <clears throat> like the people that paved the way, I don't think that. Well, obviously, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, and the fact that we do have Pride Month is just very essential in remembering all that has been done before us. So when I say I just I just wish it didn't exist, I just mean that I would love for sexualities to just be normal, not even just sexualities, but gender identities um, and everything under the whole LGBT plus umbrella to be normalized to a point where, you know, you don't have to disclose this information. Of course, you know, if you're transgender, you know, it's, it might be natural when you, when you realize, similar to being gay, that you tell, tell others, right? Before you kind of not adopt that lifestyle, but before you transition, for instance, or before, you know, but I, I just, I just wish it was normalized to the point where it wasn't such a big kerfuffle, you know, so much anxiety and it's so much stress and there's so, just so much up in the air with it. And even the phrase coming out itself just suggests that sexuality is something that, like, coming out of the closet, like, you have to keep it hidden. Yeah. Matter of fact, like, um, Michael Jackson... Well, it's I think it's a lot of, like, in the closet, there's just kind of, like, keeping, um, like, skeletons in the closet kind of thing, which I think is still... <laughs> um, I had that in the other episode that got deleted, but I think we debated on whether the skeletons in the closet isn't uh, is a metaphor... Would it be a metaphor? I, I've I think so. never heard it once anyway, in my entire life. Anyway, Michael Jackson has a song called In the Closet, and it's about like secretive relationships. And so I think that something being in the closet is kind of a metaphor for like keeping something secret. And I think that it's it's kind of sad like that we have to, you know, of course, nobody knows what you're into until you do. But at the same time, it's just I wish it wasn't such a big thing. And so in that regard, I wish I wish we could wipe Pride Month off of the slate. Just kidding. <laughs> Sarah, the look in Sarah's eyes. No, but eye. I definitely understand, Kim, yeah. because unfortunately we live in a heteronormative um, environment and it's assumed you're heterosexual until proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> until proven guilty. Um, no, well, that's that's exactly right. And I think it's it's just something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, they support Pride Month, sure. Um, also, side point, I think it's... It's kind of funny. I've seen a lot of debate online for Pride Month, um, you know, advertising and stuff. And, oh, yeah. And have you seen, like, the debates on, like, just on, like, companies using Pride Month? As, like, a... As, like, a... Just, like, a... Not a car... Thing. A sales thing, but also as, like, a... Just, like, a check it off the list, like... We, like, like we did that. We did this yeah. for the LGBT... Like, and, you know, it's it's kind of, like, donating money to someone just to go and post all over about you know what i mean it's kind of just like hmm like of course we're like still grateful for the support and the recognition um i just i just wanted to mention that i'd seen like debates and not just this year like i think last year i saw some too but 
regardless of that, I am, I'm extremely proud of those who've paved the way for us to be where we are today. Um, we wouldn't be here without people. Um, it's just very, it's very, not humbling, but it's just kind of, <laughs> wait, it's not the word, I'm, no, I'm not looking, I'm not looking for that word. I'm trying to say it's very comforting, like it's very comforting to see the efforts that people have put in. And of course, a lot of it's been met with backlash over the course of history, but it's, it's just comforting to know that, you know, so much support is out there despite all the, all the, all the, all the non-supporters, you know? Um, so did we say we're gay already? We did, Kale, but I think we should, um, maybe explain the process of how we came oh, to I can that do that. Out. I would love to talk about myself and my own experience. Um, <laughs> I, I know you would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> before I prefer, before I start, I just want to preface by saying like, I don't think it's ever good to compare your experience to others. Um, and so I often think about my coming out experience and I think, wow, like I had it easy compared to a lot of people who have had it really hard. But at the same time, I had a really difficult time mentally. And so I, I, I feel like that is still a significant. Of course, you know, other people, you know, we could all argue that who has the worst coming out process, but I just want to share mine just regardless of how mine turned out. Um, but yeah, just trying not to compare it to other people. So does that sound self-centered? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to say, like, yes, I'm saying... No, it makes I'm sense. I'm trying not to devalidate my own coming out experience, I guess, because it is valid. Yeah. Nobody said it wasn't. No one said it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes. So I came out relatively early compared to a lot of people that I know, especially in um, the city that we're in. It's kind of just like small town, New Brunswick. A small city, I guess. not a town, but... And, you know, not that it has a reputation, but there's definitely a lot of people here that I feel like sometimes when I'm out in public, I feel like I, like, I feel like my safety. <laughs> okay, that's that. <laughs> what are you talking No, about? but compared to being in Halifax, I feel like being back home in like rural New Brunswick, a lot of the time just feels a little bit weirder to be outwardly gay. Yeah. So I, I understand why it takes a lot of people with even that factor alone to come out however... Um, I came out in eighth grade, um, and I guess I can start with when I first realized, I feel like when people ask that, they're like, hey, like, when did you first pinpoint it? When did you realize, was it like, um, you know, you watched Twilight and Taylor Lautner just, like, turned you on, like, turned a switch on in your brain, but no, that wasn't the case for me. I, um, <clears throat> it just kind of came on gradually. I had had, um a girlfriend in middle school and, um, and you know, shout out to you if you're listening to this. Um, and really I just, I started to realize that, you know, my attraction, you know, of course as friends, it was there for that relationship, but it just wasn't there romantically. And so I, um, started to become attracted to guys. Um, <clears throat> and then I began to tell my friends and, um, they were just kind of the, the, the safest, stepping stone, I guess, to take before anyone bigger like my family. Um, Sarah actually has some thoughts on um, when I... She's the first person I came out to ever. So, <clears throat> yes. So, Kayla and I were sitting in class. I think it was, like, English class. And I remember passed, the room. I remember that our backs were to the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he passed me a little sticky note, and it was like, I think I'm bisexual. <laughs> little did i know and i was like oh my god really <laughs> i 
I thought it was just so like, because honestly, like I didn't know anyone who was like gay or or bi. Yeah, like you were. The I first really was a trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went home and ratted to your whole family. I did tell my family. No, and they were I love like, your family. We know. They were like, you can't be friends with them anymore. <laughs> no, I love your. They know. Yeah, they were like, yeah, adds up, checks out. Oh my god, stop. That's like, there's some people in middle school, when I told them that, were like, yeah, I had a $20 bet with my mom that you'd come out as gay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, sure, there are stereotypes. And even listening to my voice, I probably don't sound the most stereotypically, like, straight, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm just, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> stereotypes are alive, people. And I'm not really offended by that. I think it's funny. But, um... Yeah, and so I, I, I started off that with telling um, friends, like I said, and so Sarah came first, and then everyone else followed, right up to the point where somebody, you know, gossip in a small town. I keep saying small town, but it's like, it's relatively small. It is small, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to make it sound like it's like 900 people or anything, but like it's still relatively small. So growing up in a small town, w- word spreads quickly, rumors spread so when I told some friends, I'm not sure if just, you know, obviously word got out somehow to my brother, my older brother, who came into my room one night. He um, sat down and he asked me, just, he's a very much, um, if you're listening to this, hey, Logan, um, <laughs> very much a no filter in a good way kind of guy. Like, he's just not afraid to ask the tough questions. So he sat down and he said, hey, I've been hearing some things. Um, are you gay? And I said, <clears throat> I, I, and I mean, I was so anxious back then. Like, I, that's why I told all my friends first. I just couldn't bear to tell my family, even though I didn't think that they would, you know, <laughs> I said, put up a fight, that they would, you know, not give me any trouble. Like, they would react neg- negatively. Yeah. <clears throat> I, you know, I expected okay outcomes, but at the same time, it's just the uncertainty of it all, which really made it difficult. Um, so after grappling with, like, you know, realizing who I was attracted to, then it was like, okay, let now how do I face the challenge of telling people? So I got it out somehow. I just, I think it just was very, like, quick, very, like, yeah, I am. And so he had some questions, naturally. Um, and then he left the room, and I was, I remember calling Sarah, and I was just like, yes, I remember this. I was like shaking to the core, like yeah, absolutely, you were, like in tears. I was actually like freaking out just because, like, the fact that someone in my family knew was just so, so different than telling your friend. It's like friends, you know, you see them at school, sure, you hang out with them, but family is like, you go home to them after school, and being in eighth grade, it's like you don't have any other safety net to rely on. Like, yeah. what am I going to drop out of school if I <laughs> if I get a bad, you know, reaction and start working somewhere? <laughs> like, support myself? <laughs> I don't know. Like, and the, th- the sad thing is that that th- that's some people's realities, but it's like that those fears in my head is what led for me to put it off for so long. And so, after that, my brother went. <clears throat> I don't think I told him. Like, I'm not sure if he was like, do you care if I tell anyone? But I don't think he did. But he went out and told... I'm actually glad he did, so nobody give him slack for that. But I'm glad he told my my father, um, who was actually just in the next room over. And so... Um, and I just couldn't hear what they were saying. I just... I was like, oh, God. Like, I didn't want to hear what they were saying, but I was, like, I'm with Sarah, and I was like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to die. And then... Um, you know, and I'm sure it wasn't a big shocker to them. Like, I'm not the, you know, I'm like I said, stereotypically, I'm very kind of, not that it's good to play by stereotypes, but 
you know, I don't think like people had bets on me. So I don't think my family was completely in the dark. Yeah. <clears throat> Although it's kind of weird, like to get, we'll have to get into it like in another time, but just stereotypes in general and how like <clears throat> the gay, I don't know. How weird, prominent. How prominent gay stereotypes, yeah. like any stereotypes for different people are. But, um, so he told my father and then my father told my mom, um, at which point my mom told me the next day, I think somebody must have went into her room and whispered in her ear while she was sleeping, just subconsciously, like, Kale's gay. <laughs> because nobody, nobody told her until the morning, and she woke up, well, that I know of, but she woke up and she said, I had, I had a dream, Kale, last night that you came out to me. And then she was like, wow, and here you are coming out to me now. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I believe my mom. Like, I know she's telling me her truth, but at the same time, I was like, I wonder if that was just, like, some comforting... <clears throat> comforting like little tidbit that she yeah, yeah, yeah. you know shared with me just to make it seem not seem okay <laughs> to make it seem okay no <clears throat> just to convey that she was okay not okay with it but like anyway i gotta stop contradicting myself um so that was my experience and yeah still i'm happy that it went the way it did sarah um so <clears throat> for me I feel like I, okay, I don't want to say I realized a little bit later, but, like, I feel like I realized later than the majority of people. Because I feel like most people realize at the age you realize, like, middle school. Like, around puberty. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, I mean not, that's... That I was, not that I was much, like, later. No, okay, but before you say the next point, though, like, it's, we don't want, we're not trying to say that you can't, like, realize later oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just saying, like, it tends, like, when people hit puberty, they kind of weed out who they like and who they don't yeah but it's always developing anyway um <clears throat> but yeah so like growing up <laughs> <laughs> sorry um growing up i just never really had crushes on guys and i feel like if i said if i ever told anyone i had a crush on a guy it was probably a lie and i just did it to fit in um <laughs> that's sad but like so if you're a guy and you heard i had a crush on you i never did <laughs> oh um so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna name somebody random <laughs> oh my god oh, okay sorry guys we're a little giddy today um, i think this is episode two and we still have energy so around grade nine <laughs> one year after me <laughs> so around grade nine was when i realized um there was a certain someone that initiated the feelings but that's a whole other episode that will never no, be doing that will never be recorded um anyways but besides that i ha i like used to hyper fixate on I used to hyperfixate on lesbian YouTube couples. YouTube um, couples, everyone. YouTube couples. Yes, lesbian YouTube couples. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess I would. Just do you kinda, still do? I mean, it's definitely not as intense as it was. But <laughs> I still watch the same people I used to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I get that. But I guess I was just kind of like, oh, these people are living like a normal life or so it appeared on camera yeah and it was just kind of like comforting i guess to know that that's a possibility yeah and um yeah so that kind of also helped me realize and 
I feel like everyone's done this, but like the BuzzFeed quizzes, like <laughs> am I gay quizzes. <laughs> um, and then I remember I watched a video one day and I don't remember who it was who said it. So sorry if you said it, Ooh. you're not getting credit. No, citations. <laughs> um, but basically this girl was just like, if you're taking all these quizzes <laughs> about being gay and it's always in the back of your mind, then chances are you're gay gay. (laughs) i was like "Mm, makes sense um and then but if you've taken a quiz and you aren't gay then that's still very valid that is very valid but yeah i think the point of that was more so like the fact that you're thinking about it thinking about it like constantly and very much questioning like there's a reason that like the q in lgbtq plus one of them stands for questioning exactly you know um and yeah so i feel like i was in like a period of denial for like a long time because I told Kale and then I don't think it was like until two years later or like a year you and a half later. You told me in 12th grade. No, I didn't. I told you in 11th grade. Stop. What? Yeah, it was 11th grade <clears throat> and then I told everyone else right before we went to university. Okay, that must be what I'm remembering is that you told everyone in grade 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not- you, I knew like the summer before, I think. Yeah, so Kale knew like a hot minute prior to everyone else. Um, and yeah, I just like kind of, I feel like I told him that I was bisexual at a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, um, I love when I pause and then I try to like laugh to make it sound like, and then I ended up, end up laughing just because it's funny that I'm trying to laugh. But you know what's funny is that whenever me and Kaylee just have sleepovers. That, are you going to mention sleep on the floor because your parents... I was just about to mention that! We're literally so in sync. Like, your parents used to be like, well, obviously, as you're growing up before, like, I came out and stuff, like, and I had sleepovers. It's just kind of the thing, right? Like, any guys sleeping over... Oftentimes, guys weren't allowed to... Not at your house, but guys just aren't allowed to sleep over with a girl, or, like, you know, you go on a class trip. Dorms are, like, you know, male dorm and female dorm. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> However, Sarah's parents were just like, okay, like, you know, like, Kel can sleep on the floor. <laughs> but that was your parents, right? No, I think it was me. What? <laughs> no, I thought it was just like, like, similar. I've just had a lot of friends whose parents have been, maybe it wasn't your parents then. Like, you're, I know your parents are chill. But it's, it's like. I don't exactly remember, but I. I don't, I don't think your parents are the type of parents to be like that. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, you know. So I used to sleep on the floor in a very heteronormative, like. <laughs> I feel like once I said it, you started like sleeping in my bed. I think I think I started retaliating because I had never yeah. done it before. <laughs> just kept sleeping on the floor. <laughs> but no, I've I, I've fallen asleep in your bed. Yeah, I, yeah, we've definitely had some sleepovers where yeah, I wasn't on the floor for once. Um, but yeah, so I told Kale, told everyone else. <laughs> year and a half later told my mom the day before i left for university so i just was like yeah i don't really like guys i don't think and she's like oh that's fine um then i left yeah because when you came like i left to school but when you came out to me you came out as bi and then you came out later on that you thought you were just full-on gay and then yeah because me and you used to kill used to ask me every day in school like oh what percentage are you at now Which is just funny because, like, obviously, it's not percentage. That's not how it works, but it was just funny because we used to do that. And then eventually, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just like 100% love women." (laughs) 
<laughs> which we, as you'll soon learn is not the case today per se um, um, but we'll get more into that in due time. Yeah, and then... So you told your mom before university? Yeah, and then my mom passed it on to my dad and my sister, and everything was swell. Everything was swell, and, and now... Yeah, I never, <clears throat> like, really had, like, a big, like, coming out post, but neither did you. No, I um, didn't. And I had a lot of people... Or, well, not a lot of I was gonna say, you posted your, the pride flag in your bio, though, no? True. But that's not... But not... I didn't have, like, a big... Like uh, I'm gay, Instagram drop. <laughs> that sounded so shade. No shade. It's no, 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 no shade at all. And like I used to like look up to people who did that like before I even came out. Well, but yeah. it's just like not <clears throat> not really like my thing. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, are you gonna like post on Instagram? You should post it on Instagram. And it's like, I, like you don't really have to post it on Instagram if you don't want to. You don't have to post it anywhere. And I think at the same time too, it's like there's a there's a balance, right? It's like some people just feel like being normalized where others like try to embrace or like you know create awareness like of course i want to create awareness for different issues but at the same time that part of me that wishes that sexuality was something normalized within society along with many other things is not one to just kind of like you know shed it from the rooftops especially when it's like my own personal yeah no same you know if it's an issue of course it's like if it's if there's something in the gay community like like, we'll talk about a little bit later on some just, like, recent issues. Like, it's important that we're going to bring them up for awareness sake. But personally, yeah, I just didn't feel like being like, hey, tooting my own horn. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but no shade, once again, to anyone who's done that. And I look up to you, and you're brave. Um, um, so that's it. Just kidding. Yeah. And <laughs> what else was I going to say? <clears throat> oh, I, I guess just, like, touching on the whole idea of, like people questioning like oh well how do you know you're gay if you never like you've never done anything physical mm. with a girl you've never even been with a girl and you're okay so that you're saying if someone asks you how do you know you're gay if you haven't been physically with a woman yeah or like vice versa like how do you know you don't like men yeah you've never see been i feel like them? that's what i've heard more commonly and i i feel like that even just might be people trying to get you to conform back to being yeah. straight or like being like, well, how do you know you don't like men? It's like, I don't. And for people that aren't gay or aren't queer um, or aren't any part of the LGBT community, I feel like it's, it's so hard to wrap your head around the fact that it's ingrained in us. Yeah. Like <clears throat> it's so ingrained in me that before, and I mean, this is based off of like myths that have been spread throughout for centuries that being gay is a mental disorder but like at various points i often was like wow it's so ingrained like it's so such a part of me and such not a choice that i was like am i like mentally ill yeah because if, if you ask like someone who's like identifies as straight like oh well how do you know you don't like the same sex their answer would probably be like because i just know but then it's like when we say it they're they, still questioning, like, They oh, expect well. you to be like, oh, well, yeah, I actually chose, like, I had yeah. a bad experience with my mom. Or, exactly, yeah. Like, no, like, it's not that at all, and it's not, it's not some, you know, mental disorder, as I've once thought, like, yeah, it just doesn't really, it doesn't work that way, and so if you're, if you're not gay or queer, et cetera, listening to this, um, please know, you know. We were born this way, as Lady Gaga would say. Oh my god, yes. If that is Lady... Just kidding. I know that's Lady Gaga. (laughs) For sure. That one I don't question. Um, Yeah, and I think that's important to touch on because so many people have just faced, like, just harassment for being gay or 
just people that don't understand. And, and I, re- I mean, I recently, you know, I've heard about a lot of different stories, but I just wanted to touch on one recently. There's a florist, um, he and his husband, um, they own a flower shop, right, right close to my apartment in Halifax. And so when I go, when I go in there, I've gotten, I've gotten them bought houseplants before and different flowers. And, um, recently, like this year, I went in to buy carnations, um, for an event that I was taking my boyfriend to. And so, um, he was, he just kind of almost got to tears and he was like, I'm so proud, like, you know, that you are able to take a guy to a public event, you know, as a date. Um, because despite him not being, maybe he's like around my parents' age, so he's not like, you know, it's not like he grew up in the 1920s or something. 19, <laughs> I mean, or 19, like, like 50s for that matter. It's like, you know, this is still kind of very recent and his experience was vastly different than mine. Um, <clears throat> he never got to express, like, never got to express himself in that manner. Not, not even able to go, you know, out in public or, or, you know, with a guy really, let alone PDA like I can today. Um, and sure, I still get a little bit nervous, you know, being out in public, but, um, it's very much different, you know? Um, and just because I was born in 2001, it's not like I'm going to ignore, you know, the struggles that people like, people like him faced. And, and there are some that are much, much worse, not to compare them again, but you know what I mean? Um, and so I just want to quote, this is, this is a, not paraphrased, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a not a paraphrase, yeah, paraphrased quote because it it happened you know real time and I didn't take take notes or anything. But he told me that day, after you know kind of getting teary eyed, he said teary eyed. He said you never get used to the harassment. It only became more familiar. We used to walk around the city and men used to throw their beers at us, if they even got the slightest indication that we were gay or that we looked stereotypically gay. He continued a lot of the time you knew that the men were just showing off to their friends as a way to assert their own masculinity. But you knew you had to run if there was still beer in the can or bottle. No man would waste his liquor without really wishing ill on the person he was wasting it on. Wow. I think that's really, that's really like, not profound, but it is because it's... But it's just crazy to think how far we've come, but also situations like this are still occurring oh of course and and the fact that i didn't experience them like 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 that says a lot like i just haven't but there are so many people that have and and it's like that that story really shook me because i was like wow like in this city where i feel like you know more comfortable even just being being affectionate in public you know it's there still are so many people that would act this way or that you know, the fact that he used to run from people that would throw liquor at him, you know, like he said, they wouldn't waste, they wouldn't waste their liquor without really meaning it. So that really kind of just stuck with me. Um, and he's always so sweet when I go into the flower shop. Um, so yeah, I just, he always gives me a little discount. He's like, gotta support the gays, like, you know, (laughs) the the gay youth, you know? Um, and so that, yeah, and similarly, when I came out too, I just wanted to shout out um, my friend's mom, um, Becky. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, she actually took me out for ice cream, um, or frozen yogurt, my bad, <clears throat> at a place that is now closed down in Mamashi because... So sad, so sad. I don't know why they closed down, just money, <laughs> I'm guessing. 
Anyway, that's beside the point. She took me out for frozen yogurt, and um, yeah, it was after I came out, and she was just like, she didn't even take my friend out with us. She just was like, I'm taking Kayla out. He just came out. I think she came out, or I came out to my friend before my family, and she just was proud of me here. Um, And I'm just grateful for everyone that supported me, you know, um, small or big, in being being who I am and being able to express myself or live, you know, in society. So I'm grateful. Um, Sarah, <laughs> I'm grateful for you as well, my ally. About, speak, talk Valentina. Um, you know that, you know that video? Yeah. Okay. Say it. Talk Valentina. Speak Valentina. Uh, talk Valentina. So I might, might forget it. I might ally forget it. is all she says. Anyway, uh, that's sorry. awkward. So sorry. awkward. So sorry, awkward. Sorry, 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 sorry. Cut. Um, yeah. So speaking of, how times are changing, but not changing. Um, I just wanted to talk about something and maybe you can share your opinion on it as well, Kale. Now, I don't know if this is a rule that's... Maybe I can. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if I you will. want to. Maybe I will. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is a rule that's already implemented or is being implemented or... I think it's in the, in in the, the process, in the process yeah. of debating. Um, but basically, I heard through the grapevine that Children in school, and I don't remember what the age is, maybe elementary, but basically um, it's this rule that if a child is going by a different name at school than their birth name, or if they express that they're gay, bisexual, whatever it may be, and the teacher hears they have to tell the parent. And I was just thinking that I don't think I agree with that because a lot of kids might, it might not be, their house might not be like a safe space for them to come out. Well, yeah, that, that is just, it takes away the entire, the entire safety. Like we had good, but I, I couldn't imagine if I had to, like, could you imagine going home after knowing, well, maybe not even knowing is the scary part. Like if you confide in friends who spread, you know, spread it around the school who you thought were your friend or, you know, just thought it was harmless information. Like, I can't even imagine. And how that, like, that's terrifying. Like, just imagine going home and your life is completely changed. All your relationships with your family. And I'm, like, fortunate enough that I have good relationships with my family. But, like, even me, I I wouldn't want, like, my teacher telling my parents. Like, I would want to do that myself when well, I felt ready to do so. Exactly. And it just sucks. Like I said, like it's not normalized. Sexuality is not normalized in society. And so it's like, why should we normalize telling people about, you know, something that is a whole coming out process that takes some people until they're thirty or their Years. whole lives. Yeah. They they never feel ready. And it's like that is scary to think that that's even like like being talked about. I just want to know what benefits that would have. Like, <clears throat> like, are they trying to just make sure that like, a student like has, I don't even think that they're trying to make sure that a student has supports because like, if they're learning like, oh my gosh, they might be bullied at school because you know, they're telling people they're gay. Well, it's like, they're going to be getting a lot, probably a lot worse if you tell their parents. Like, at home, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're gonna... It's You can't predict what people's families and are it like. it also just kind of ruins <clears throat> that trust, like, student-teacher oh. trust if your teacher is going to your parents. And-, and also, what's to say, too, if, like, people weren't just, like, spreading rumors? 
about you? Like, w- like, does it have to be from that person themselves? Yeah, I don't. Or I don't does know. it? Could it be a friend that like just starting a rumor? And I'm like, not sure because that could get messy. Right. I feel like that's that's honestly kind of kind of just disgusts me. And maybe that's a bit far, but it's just my opinion. I'm not a really political person at all, but. I just, until somebody, you know, gives me a strong case of why it's beneficial to students, then, like, I'm, yeah. I'm set in my way. Like, no, it's, it's very, it's very ridiculous, I think. And it's, it's taking the voice from a lot of kids, um, and making their home lives just, just jeopardizing everything for them. Who, like, who cares? Not who cares, but honestly, <clears throat> whether they're going to have a good reaction or not, it's not up to, it shouldn't be a policy for that personal information to be disclosed. Sorry. Don't worry, Sarah, this is a coughing <laughs> safe space, as we previously discussed. Um, <clears throat> I feel a lot of, I always have to clear my throat, too, so you're not alone. In the, in the bodily noises department. <laughs> that's, a good, I think that's the weirdest thing I've said all day today. Um, yeah, and so also in talking in the same vein about just recent news, um, <clears throat> Recently, um, a what is rumored to be allegedly a gay conversion therapy camp um, in New Brunswick was, I saw it on Facebook about a month ago, and someone had shared the actual post um, made by this, this camp that's put on by this church. Um, and it's essentially, the, you know, they describe it as guiding boys to authentic manhood um, from confusion to clarity. And they're promoting a, a term that they call authentic masculinity. Um, and so this is another thing that just really turns my stomach. And it's honestly just, it's repulsive. Just the thought that people are so obsessed with changing something that they think is wrong. But, you know, it's it doesn't concern them. My sexuality does not concern anyone but myself and other partners, other consensual partners that I have. And it's sad too, because these types of camps, as well as like behavioral camps are known to cause like a lot of trauma. So it's almost like you are willing to let your child go through this trauma rather than just accept Accept or like or learn to compromise if if you're really set in your ways if it's a religious belief of yours I'm not going to get too into the religion debate because it's a big one and I don't you know we don't have the opposing side here to discuss it but I feel like it's it's your when it's your children when it's your family and they're telling you something that vulnerable about themselves and it's like you can't put your religious beliefs aside. And you'd rather, you know, focus your energy and pay to have them sent away to a camp, which are illegal as of, I believe, last year in Canada, um, gay conversion therapy camps, which is why this one's not labeled as that. Um, It's only being, like I said, allegedly, allegedly, you know, people are claiming that it is. Like I saw an article, um, someone who was part of the LGBT plus community was saying, um, that this is very indicative, like the words that they're using, just the whole framework and trying to promote this notion of, you know, masculinity is very harmful because these are old fashioned ideas. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of goes, but makes me think of, you know, they're trying to promote this, you know, women stay in the kitchen while the man goes to work kind of idea. Yeah. And it's, it's terrifying because here I am 
talking about being gay on a podcast where I don't know how many, like 200 kilometers. I don't know what that is in miles for our U.S. listeners, but 200 kilometers away, there's a camp that condemns gay youth, especially gay men. So it's really, it's honestly just, yeah, so sad. And it's just, and that just kind of proves that we've come a long way, but there's still, it's, literally still need a lot of work no we're never and that's that's going back to it that's why we're doing this episode today we're doing it because pride matters having pride being prideful that you know we have the opportunities that we do um but also just kind of you know taking letting it be known that you know things still aren't perfect they aren't great for gay people we still face i was still you know bullied growing up you know and for being gay too after I came out and so I just you know and I have it and I consider myself to have it good despite (laughs) no but I mean like like I said are you gonna cry no I'm not gonna cry my voice just sounds real hoarse because we've recorded two episodes today no I'm not gonna cry I'm keeping it together but it is really sad like to think that this is an upcoming camp, going back to the camp, like, like, you think of gay conversion therapy as, like, like, just not recent, and considering they're banned, and things that are banned take a lot of time and legislation and stuff, and so it's, like, to think that all of that has been going on, like, this is going on afterwards, and people are still trying to find ways to condemn what is so natural, like we talked about, it's not, it's, it's built into us, it's not just a choice that we're making, right? <clears throat> and so that's that's honestly crazy. Um, I did want to circle back around to earlier. Um, we were talking about kind of just our sexualities or, you know, what we identify as. And I think it's important, you know, that's, that to mention that sexual fluidity is on the rise. It's on the mend, and we're here for it. And bisexual fluidity... Um, Sarah's going to pull up a de- definition, yes. official um, definition, to describe what it means. Sarah, hit us with that definition. So, according to Harvard University, um, sexual fluidity is when people may experience changes in who they are attracted to, who they have sex with, and which labels they use to describe their sexual orientation. Such changes in sexual orientation are called sexual fluidity. Now, as Kale mentioned, this is on the rise. (laughs) Um, And we'd like to promote, you know, people's knowledge of it. Exactly. And so for me personally, um, I came out as a lesbian in high school and bisexual to me. Bisexual to Kale. That's irrelevant. Lesbian. You kind of settled. (laughs) And... Yeah, and so I carried that lesbian label for legacy. <laughs> lesbian label and legacy and torch. for a few years. And then more recently I've kind of been I guess you could say like exploring my sexuality more. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of realized that it is possible for me to have attraction towards men. And I had a boyfriend for a period of time. And as of now, I don't really know what I Where want you to stand? label. Yeah. What, yeah, like... And I, I don't, don't think you have to either, which is what people people 
still don't understand a lot of uh, about um because this in the same time like i think even my sexuality is fluid but i'm very much you know still still identifying as gay and i'm still having the same levels of attraction to men yeah and i like <clears throat> and you're just not i i would say i have a stronger attraction towards women but i also wouldn't want to close the door close the door for like a guy Right, because you know, what you've ex- explained to me is it's, like, a lot about emotional connection, too. Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, and there's a degree of, like, the romantic kind of attraction, too, which obviously comes into into play, but... And which, of course, isn't the case for everyone. I mean, some people are more fluid with it than others, and... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just cool. It's just, it's just important to, yeah, like you said, just to really realize that it's it's not just like these aren't just categories like sure they're all you know lgbtq plus but um at the end of the day who's to say that we have to be one forever like we thought we were straight when we came yeah. when we came out of the womb the society at large thought we were straight um and then we realized and you know nothing is nothing is is the word static or static nothing is static is that I don't know. I think I'm using two weird words. Nothing, nothing is, is set like in stone. yeah, nothing is set in stone. Um, so that's important just to realize. <coughs> coughing safe space. Sorry. No, no, no. All is good in this coughing safe space in this LGBTQIA plus <laughs> safe space. Um, we are here for it all, and um, I can't believe. Yeah. It's cool. I was in actually this t- this city's first Pride Parade. Were you there? I was there. I <laughs> no, was, no, 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 no. I wasn't in the parade, though. Oh, okay, okay. That's but why I was watching. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wasn't <laughs> recalling. Were you out at that time? When was this? Twenty mm, seventeen or twenty eighteen? Definitely not. No. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> we graduated in twenty nineteen. So. Yeah. No. I guess. Yeah. That's fair. No, I um, I was in it there, and it was actually really, really scary. There are times like okay, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was a it was a great experience. I'm so glad to have been part of it with such amazing people and supports um, and organizers. At the same time, though, just what I meant by scary was that like being in my home city and it being like a smaller city that I've always kind of pictured as being, you know, a lot more backwards. I guess a lot of mindsets are backwards. I'll just put it that way compared to like what I perceive as bigger cities, like uh, bigger cities having. Yeah. Um, so it was very much like, you know, I went out of my comfort zone and I just, you know, was just there. And it's, I think it's just really cool and it's important. Um, and if you, if you are able to go to any pride events, um, we would love your support. Um, because like you've heard today, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing battle. No, <laughs> It's a fight, so bring your sword, bring your, <laughs> bring your pepper spray, <laughs> and um, let's fight everyone. What, <laughs> what, did I, what did I mention about rallying on Parliament Hill again? We should do that for this new bill. Oh my god, yeah. So, what were we doing about last time? Um, the government keeping stuff from us. Yes. So, that's point A. So, people, bring your, bring your um, poster boards that say stuff about that. Also, bring your poster boards that say stuff about the recent um, legislation regarding the schools. Because I personally, and I hope you agree if you're listening to this, that it's not okay. Um, 
Yeah, not to get too heated. <laughs> Wait, Kale. Wait. I think we should end the episode by saying our celebrity crushes. Oh, our, like would this be like our first kind of like? Or or no, just like current? recent or yeah. Okay, the one that comes to my mind was I think it was around the time that I came out to you and only you first. It was Casper Tate, right? <laughs> no, that was a social media influencer that I was oh. once once had a thing for. Um, no, I, I'm proud of you for remembering that, though. <laughs> Remember when we went to see Divergent? Yeah. And Theo James, and that oh. is just, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Theo James, if you're listening, <laughs> hi. Um, Sarah, if you say um, Laura Prepon. Uh, no, I was actually going to say Ruby Rose. Oh, yes. Ruby okay. Rose, if you're listening, I'm so single and ready to mingle, girl. <laughs> and we're, um, oh, my God. No, but Laura Prepon is is up there, too. She's up there, but wasn't she more Honestly, up there before? just Orange is the New Black, the ladies on that show, um, hit me up, I guess. <laughs> All of them? Sure. Reznikov. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, why not, right? Um, but yeah. No, I'm just, I'm proud and I'm happy. And I hope that if you're listening to this, if you have anything nice to say, if you have anything negative to say, we want to hear it because all opinions are valid. Um, please give us a DM on our Instagram. I feel like I'm a YouTuber plugging us. <laughs> or just email us. I haven't had an email yet. And I'm so eager. <laughs> so eager. I just want to see like that like little ding in our inbox. Be like, wow, you know, somebody's listening. I mean, we can see who's listening. Not who's listening. <laughs> this person's listening right now. We see right you. Now. We see you over there on 46 <laughs> King George Highway. <laughs> I hope that's nobody's address. Um, but yes, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Um, from your co-host of It All Started With a Light Bulb. Um, it's been real. Um, and it's only getting realer. It's only getting realer. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out, girls, gays, and theys. Talk later. <laughs> Talk later, as <laughs> if. Bye. Bye.